hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast, podcast number 114. Uh, that is exciting. Is that exciting? Yeah. Why not? Good. Well, Chris, you're excited. Yeah, I am. Is that because you're back on the podcast after a little leave of absence? Yes. I've missed I've missed it and I've missed you all. Oh, we missed oh, you. That's nice. That's nice. And I'm in a really good mood today, so Ooh. bring it on. That's because you're going to go and get battered tonight. Yeah. Why are you so happy, Chris? Well, I'm happy. Um, well, Adam's going to introduce us you? all first. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're also joined by Tom Butler. Hello. And Daniel Kruper. Hello. Why are you happy? Because I've got a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Muppet. I hate to keep that's, talk- not, that's not nice to speak about Daniel that way. <laughs> so, I hate to keep talking about the Muppets every week. But yeah, I went to, on holiday to New York last week and I went to FAO Schwartz, the big toy shop made famous by Big. Oh, good. Did you go on the piano? I didn't. No, I've, I've, I've went and looked at it. But I didn't go on it. It's just about forty kids lined up to go on it. You don't oh, want to really? be. You don't want to be an adult. I don't think. You can to do buy one of those big piano things in like the early learning centre. I know that oh, I can't say in case she listens. But my daughter might have one for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> she does listen every now and then. You know. <laughs> <laughs> How old's your daughter, Alex? 11, uh, Eighteen months. That's, that's her demographic. <laughs> yeah. oh, she's grown up with the podcast, hasn't she? Oh she dear, yeah. oh. she's going to have a potty mouth. Long-term listener. Yeah. Maybe she'll listen back to these one day and go, my daddy. Long time listener. I really hope not. Which is a university. I really hope not. Long time listener, first time finger painter. (laughs) Finger painter in a row. (laughs) So you're saying your finger painting's in. Um. (laughs) I do. I went to F.O. Schwartz and I went to the Muppet What Not workshop where you can have your own Muppet made up. How much choice is there? Not a huge amount. There's like... Because obviously the one that you've got looks like a... Yeah, a, a traditional Muppet. Yeah, well, there's different colours you could have Muppet. So I got a blue okay. one, and there's um, maybe twenty different hairstyles, twenty different mouths, twenty different. But it's eyes essentially the noses. same shape. You same couldn't shape. have like yeah. a fuzzy bear, no clone or something like that. No, well, oh, no, there's well, slightly different well, shapes, and, okay. and you can make them look different by having very different shaped noses and there's mouths. Quite a lot and of eyes. selection. There's a lot of different combinations. Do you get yeah. to choose their outfit? Yeah, you do. Because I was torn between the plaid jacket, which I. Purchased or the yeah. leather biker jacket. In many that, ways, that it's, like the be- it's like the beginning of Skyrim. Is, it, is that why your <laughs> Muppet looks exactly the same as you? <laughs> yeah, see, this none of us spotted when I got it made until I got a taxi up the street and the guy, the doorman that opened the door of my taxi said, oh, you got a Muppet as yourself. And I was like, no, I didn't. And I looked at it, I was like, oh, maybe I did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> no, it does look quite a lot like you. It's just the hair, I think. Yeah, it is the hair. Because yeah. he's got a massive round nose. And the blue complexion. The <laughs> 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 eyeballs that stick out the top of his head. He's a foot yeah. tall. It, it's, <laughs> it's not cool to blue up anymore. <laughs> you shouldn't do that anymore. Please so yeah, get no. a jacket like that and wear it. <laughs> like, both of you together. Like if you ever do video reviews again, just want the pair of you sat there wearing identical clothes. That's how we reinvent the junket. Big Chris <laughs> and Chris. Yeah. No, I, I am really thinking about maybe if they do another Muppet junket in London, maybe using that to do the interviews. Yeah. Using... Well, have we got a name? We, we did put it on Facebook. If you oh, want to see God, what it looks like, it's on a, it's on the IGN Facebook. Yeah, which you'll find at uh, facebook.com forward slash IGN UK. But yeah, we put it on there yesterday. We've got about 70 different suggestions for names. God. A lot of them weren't really safe for work. So, um, <laughs> uh, But we will select a winner and you'll be you'll get nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apart from... The, well, maybe we'll send them a picture of, I don't know, Clip Banger. That's what he's called. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> oh. You were originally thinking of calling him Dougie. I was, yeah, after the Crystal Palace manager, Dougie Friedman. And also, I, I've made him kind of in bl- red and blue colours, which is the Palace colours. And I was thinking of getting him a little children's kit and putting him in the kit so he'd be a little Crystal Palace Muppet. 
Wow. Ah. Wow. I put a lot of thought into this. But wow. Maybe too <laughs> much. Too much you're a 33 wow. year old man. But you've already got another dolly on your desk called Doug. Yeah. I have. I got Doug the dog, so <laughs> Doug and Dougie would be too much. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Enough of me. Also, Mario Kart 7, there was a big party last night that you guys went to. Yeah, there, there we, was. We, we had quite a good time, didn't we, Tom? We had a right laugh. You dressed up as Mario bit, bit Luigi. dressing up. Yeah. <laughs> bit of dressing well, up. I, I had to be Mario, obviously. Yeah, and we, I was like, we have to have a picture taken. You have to be Mario, you're shorter. Because you're like a foot taller than me. <laughs> and, and our moustaches fell off mid-photo. You take, oh. Basically, we went into a photo booth and it takes four pictures in succession. And in between um, pictures, our, our moustaches fell off. They did. It's a great hilarity. God damn them. But you know what? Some people were there who, and they were, their hats were like, yeah, leave them in the photo booth. So people have their picture taken. And people were just taking them away and yeah, walking stealing around them. the hats, walking around the club wearing them. And then we went back in the booth late on to get some more pictures. And there was one Mario hat and it was soaking wet. Sodden. And I was like, Mar- put it on. Put it on, Daniel. Um, um, but I've got some celebrity stories for you. Mm, you them? Okay. A lot of good stories. So the first one is, right, the club's not very busy and there's a VIP area with no people in it. And then all of a sudden there's two people in it. There's Rufus Hound, the comedian, yeah. and he sits there for a good 15 minutes playing Mario Kart on his own in the VIP area. There's, bearing in mind, it's, it's exposed to the whole club. So it's, it's, just, like, it's just a rope. It's just a rope. Right. And then one of the girls who was in Two Shoes, who was one of the first acts eliminated from the X Factor, <laughs> oh was in God. there uh, with some guy who apparently was on a talent search show with Jordan, which I've not seen. Mm-hmm. And so... So there's these three sort of non-celebrities, <laughs> yeah. Rufus Hound, and so, but then they spot each other, and so they naturally have to go and sit next oh, to each yeah. other and chat, even yeah, though they've probably never met before. And everyone's watching them, <laughs> like some <laughs> weird experiment, <laughs> like they should be in a tank. Yeah. And who, who are they? I know, kind of recognise him. Let's stare at them. <laughs> Everyone else having a really good time on the dance floor, just looking at the people behind the rope. And was that they the the only celebrity? No, some, there was better. there was actually a, a proper celebrity there. Neil from the In Betweeners was there, right. aka Blake Harrison. Uh, Did he, he recognise you? I didn't go and speak to him because oh. he was in the VIP again. It was like I could go stand by the rope and go, "Hi, Blake, how's it going?" But there was this really awkward moment because Nintendisco were playing and they were banging out some tunes, and he decided he wanted to get up and have a dance with some other celebrities. So he gets up, but everyone turns to watch to see if yeah. he does the dance. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> Literally, everyone stood there going, "Is he going to do it? Is he going to do it?" But he didn't do it. He doesn't do oh, it. He doesn't like doing it. No. But that must be awful for him. <laughs> Anywhere he goes, he can't do dance the dance. Now. And then, and then a big celebrity. Who was that? Who you're a big fan of? You've got all her albums. Oh God. Oh yeah, that's nice. Alexandra Burke. So I took my girlfriend along and <laughs> she grabbed Alexandra Burke when she was leaving and went, oh yeah, my boyfriend loves your music. She got, he's got all your albums. And I'm just stood there going, <laughs> I don't know what to say. And I just took a picture of them both together. Wow. It was really weird. Amazing. Yeah. And, and also the world's, the world's hottest um, canopies. <laughs> I, I took a canopy. I think sexy? Yeah, no. <laughs> molten. I, I, I didn't judge the temperatures correctly. So I was basically just juggling this canopy <laughs> from hand to hand to mouth taking a bite and then juggling it it was, it was so hot oh, it was just, so hot it was like a cheesy tartlet <laughs> sounds like the best party ever it was really good, good. It you're was both the surprisingly best. chipper though Monday night as well yeah I feel terrible Monday no, night I was going to say it was Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good night <laughs> uh, but Mario Kart actually was the highlight for me we were playing four player Mario Kart yeah, and it was really so good, much it? fun so mm. much fun so looking forward to getting more of that in the office so, uh, well, that's out this week, isn't it? America? Yes, it is, it is. So, uh, we can talk a little bit more about that later on. But first, the charts. And uh, last week, well, um, Daniel, you made some predictions, didn't you? I did make some predictions, yeah. We didn't really. You just said it's going to be the same as last week. Yeah, but I predicted that it would stay the same. Wrong. Oh, no. <coughs> Call of Duty, number one. 
no surprises there. Assassin's Creed, no surprises, number two. But you said Skyrim. Yep. Where do you think Skyrim ended up? Fourth. It's only fourth, yeah, and he dropped one place. Saints Row. Saints Row went into the top three. Did anyone see that coming? No. No. Do you see uh, THQ issued a press release saying that two two million people have been killed by the uh, big purple dildo in the game? Brilliant. <laughs> I think that's Amazing. I think it's down to that because it is advertised everywhere. It, yeah, it really is everywhere. The the big like the marketing dildo. campaign is huge. Because I, I was speaking or the to, game the game oh the game I was speaking to a girl the other day it was a bit it was a bit weird obviously weird. <laughs> weird. It was a big step. It was a what bit, was it like? It was a big step. It's a big step for me. I usually just poke them and run away. Mm. That's a rapist. That's a weird turn of phrase, isn't it? Mm. It's a cowardly rapist. <laughs> a rapist who doesn't face the consequences. Um, yeah, and she had no idea about games, but she said, oh, what's recently come out? So I said, um, there's a game called um, Saints Row. And she went, strap it on. She knew the tagline, wow. even though she th- doesn't, knows nothing she about games. She was sure about Saints Row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get that kind of offer. It's like, yeah. whoa. I met her at this really weird, dark club that I go to. <laughs> Um, Expose brick walls and chains. Yes, torture gun. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So it's really it's penetrated the mass consciousness. I like oh, it. I like oh, it. Dirty. But well done, THQ. Well yep. done, THQ. You also predicted that Rayman would enter the charts at number six. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why did you do that? And then the, you said, "What other game this out this week? Where do you think it?" Would, um, I, I said the highest new entry because I thought it would be WWE. I was a, I was a little bit wrong. Uh, it was indeed. When did Rayman WWE. come out, Alex? Rayman didn't chart. <laughs> so good Shit. predictions from Creeper there. The thing is, it's a decent game. Do you know it's, what? it's a brilliant game. It's really good. It should have just they should have held it back to to next year. Yeah. It's um looking through the charts. So WWE was the highest new entry, followed by Professor Layton at number seven. But like um Lord of the Rings came in at number thirty five. Rayman not charting at all. Not good. Does it? I mean, d- what do it, you put? Do you, what do you put that down to? Do you think there's just too many games, or do you think Rayman's just not a, a deal? I, a deal I've anymore? seen so little advertising for it in terms of awareness. The kind of review hit what two weeks ago? Yeah, maybe. Um, but I've seen a TV there. advert. Have you? Right. Yeah, but I haven't seen any sort of billboards or. Um, um, I just think there's too much stuff out there. Yeah. Does it? Uh, I mean. Is it a problem with the the schedule being overloaded with stuff? And does it does it? Uh, I can't even talk today. Is it uh, an argument for spreading games out more throughout, the year. throughout the year? I, I bet you, if Rayman came out in well, I don't know, August or September, yeah, when they were very very quiet months, it would have, that would have definitely hit top. Certain 10, publishers no have doubt. done that. Like Darkness has gone back to next year. Mass Effect got out of the way. Even Mass yeah. Effect yeah. got out of the way. And I think Red Dead was a good example. A couple of years ago, it came out in May. Yep. Cleaned up, dominated summer because there was yeah. nothing else out. Yeah, um, but no, it is a shame because you know, by all accounts, it's a great game, but didn't even touch the sides. It's got some Im- incredible sound effects in that game and great slapping it's soundtrack soundtrack to it. Check it out. Um, and then movie charts. Uh, Tom, did you make the movie? Yeah, I said there was going to be no changes, but I think I was wrong. Uh, well, the same thing. So Twilight number one, Arthur Christmas number two. So they stayed the same. But then Tintin uh, that dropped to number four, and then My Week of Marilyn went into number three. Ooh, that's quite surprising. Have you seen that, Chris? I haven't, but it seems to have got all good reviews. I've just got, I haven't gotten much interest in it. No, but um, uh, discerning viewers in the UK, I guess. Yeah, but there's a massive difference between two and three, though. Like. Arthur Christmas made two and a half, mi- two and a half million last week. Um, My Week with Marilyn made seven hundred and fifty grand. Mm. Big difference. It's really good, but I think uh, 
the British cinema is in a good place at the moment because the British film and three of the biggest films of the year of British yeah. films, aren't they? Harry Potter, Inbetweeners, and mm, maybe it's just those two. But I mean, Harry Potter, you could argue, isn't really Well, The King's British, Speech as well. The King's Speech, that's it. Sorry, yeah. they're the three biggest box office films of the year. So it's encouraging. So what film do you think made the least amount of money? <laughs> Don't do <laughs> this. <laughs> when you do this. Uh, an African election. That made <laughs> £806. <laughs> mocking. What? Mocking. Some film it's, it's presenting facts. Really? Mocking. It's presenting cruel, cruel uh, facts. And uh, a film called We Were Here made just over £1,200, but obviously not that many people were there. Oh. oh. So anyway, we will come on to our predictions later in the show. And... Uh, uh, before that, let's head over to the news. Who's up first? Do you want a jingle? <laughs> yeah. Have you got a new? Have you got a news jingle? Um, so uh, I d- didn't know whether or not to do anything, but I'm, I'm just going to go with uh, with this. <laughs> now, until it's I the until news. you explain that story to me or the the, the thing behind that. I just had no idea, but man, that's the best <laughs> thing in the world. Anyway, can, can we link to that in the uh, in maybe the podcast we, maybe news we can. story? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Right, first, first bit of news is PlayStation might have its own version of Smash Brothers called Title Fight, which mm. will basically be bringing together all of PlayStation's most iconic characters and putting them in this kind of beat 'em up brawler kind of game. So Who, wants like the, what, what? Mate. Who wants that? Do you really want that? Mm. Do you think I just. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I'll shrug my shoulders then. Listeners, I think it starts out well. The fighters that are rumored to be included are Kratos, Prep the Rapper, Nathan Drake, Sly Cooper, Fat Princess, and Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. But the thing is, some I of them make sense. But I think that's, that's indicative of How? my excitement because it starts off really well. Sackboy, Nathan Drake, that's interesting. I quite like to see that as a as a face off, yeah. and then it kind of, you know, Colonel Reddick from Killzone. Uh, <laughs> But I will say a car from Motorstorm. Yeah, <laughs> it, just, it, would, yeah. <laughs> it would look ridiculous with Kratos fighting Rapper the Rapper. Kratos against Sackboy. I think that's Kratos has got to be a boss. Funny, there, hasn't he? that weird. is funny. He'll have to be a boss. But I just don't. I just think the roster will be weak overall. Do you not think? Um, it, fighting games do tend to have to have a big roster nowadays, don't they? Yeah, Marvel really versus Capcom. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I could see it as a downloadable title, maybe. But you just think they will be scraping the barrel of it. Depends how much kind of crossover they have, though, because even like Final Fantasy has got a costume from Assassin's Creed in it. Yeah, I wonder whether they can use whether it's just Sony exclusive characters. That seems to be what they're going for. But you should want to mix it up a bit and have be great. To, yeah, like yeah. Ezio in there. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know if that would happen. But that's it, just the but the, it the works with Smash Brothers though, because Nintendo have a huge yeah you know, exactly They've roster got loads of characters, of like iconic. pantheon of characters, yeah. yeah. But um, and all their characters because they're all kind of in keeping with the Nintendo style. Yeah, they all so work they sit well next to yeah. each other. Whereas, like you were saying, there's quite a lot of disparity. <laughs> rapper the rapper, <laughs> paper thin pooch. Well, I'd love to see him. <laughs> paper thin pooch. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite work of genius. Which, again, <laughs> we'll talk about later on. Uh, Batman news. Yeah, so the um, upcoming six-minute IMAX prologue um, is going to screen before Mission Impossible 4 this Christmas from December 21st. You're not going to talk about what's in it, are you? No. That's good. Spoilers. Um, all I'll say is its focus is on the introduction of Bane. 
Yeah, mm. in the beginning of the film. And there's a really, I think, spoiler-filled what they think is the going to take place in the prologue, but I'm not refusing to read it. No, well, Tom's read it, but I, I, read I, it, yeah. I refuse to read it. I think it's only at selected IMAXs, am I right in thinking? Yeah, it's only going to be in theatres with a proper film projector. No digital, that's what the guy tweeted. Uh-huh. So you've got to make sure it's a proper 70mm projection, otherwise you won't get to see it. And I think that includes London, BFI, IMAX, Bradford's... Manchester? Yeah, um, but I think there's only five of them. Manchester's my favourite IMAX. Have you ever been? That's the, it's much better than the one at the BFI. Why? Um, at the BFI, you sit so far away that it doesn't feel... It's more immersive in Manchester. You're almost at level with the screen, and right. it slightly feels like it's wrapping around you, so it mm. dominates your entire field of vision. Whereas at the IMAX in London, I feel like I'm still just looking at a massive screen. Mm. See, my problem with the IMAX in London, though, is unless you sit right far at the back, it's you're almost too close, and you're literally having to move your head to see different parts of the screen. Well, it sounds like Daniel Kruper likes that. I like that. Like that. I yeah. like that. I'm with you, though. Yeah. I sit at the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd rather be in the middle somewhere. It has to dominate your peripheral, all the way to the peripheral. Yeah. So this means we can't sit together. We can go together. Sit different Thanks for that. I'm never having popcorn from you again, anyway, Chris. After last time. Oh yeah. What happened? Well, it trick. spat cheese at him. <laughs> Little Chris did. Um, so you've <laughs> you've read the prologue, though. Yes. You've read the, if that's what it is yeah. true. Yeah. Is, does it sound good? It sounds great. It sounds yeah. really good. Like they did the Dark Knight uh, prologue. Yeah. And that was great. And this sounds like it's going to be yeah. equally as cool. It so. just sounds like um, that he's changing significantly Bane's origin from the comics. And we're getting a proper really? trailer as well. Before Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. That's going to be attached to Sherlock Holmes in the States. That's, so, ex- that's going to be really soon then. Yeah. Yeah, when's that movie out? Is that for Christmas? That's for Christmas as yeah. well. We're s- when are we seeing? We're seeing Mission Impossible next Friday, so I don't yeah, know. If I don't think not, we'll have it. I, I, I asked already; there. it's not going to be there. I'm still but excited about. Maybe when we see Sherlock Holmes, we'll see the trailer. Yeah. yeah. So we'll keep you posted, people. Exciting time! And there's also a trailer for Hobbit coming apparently this Christmas. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So that's very exciting stuff. Uh, apparently, there's a new uh, Dead Space first-person shooter in development. That's according to Kotaku, who uh, has a source that revealed plans to develop the franchise a bit further. So uh, not only an FPS, but also a Dead Space flight game. But I don't know, maybe like Wing Commander. And then also an Uncharted-style game. I think it's a bit sad because... Vlogging it to death. Yeah, well, a couple of years ago when Dead Space came out, it was kind of a, a nice success story because it was at a time when everyone else was releasing Guitar Hero 9 and... Call of Duty, well, I'm still getting a Call of Duty every year, so EA published something original. Yeah. And it did well. Yeah. And now they're bleeding it dry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sounds like it, mm. anyway. Well, that's it. They've already done, what, uh, comics, animated films, they've done books. Wii versions. The Wii and PS3, extraction. Uh, PS Move version, yeah. Extraction. Um, and there's obviously, Death Space 3 is also supposedly in the works as well. Well, it is definitely in the works. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't think the franchise is big enough to kind of support all of those. Uh, people like Dead Space, but, would, like you Dead really, Space, but just, would you really buy an Uncharted-style adventure, Dead Space adventure, as well no, as well, the game, as well as an <laughs> FPS? and As well as a, a flight sim. Yeah. <laughs> Dead Space Harrier. Like That'd it. be good, wouldn't it? I like it. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Isaac Clarke, he should be in the, the title fight game. Yes. Yeah. He'd be good. be good. Yeah. With his pl- plasma cutter. cutter. Yeah. So anyway, um, anyway, listeners, do you like Dead Space? Would you like to see more Dead Space games? Or is Let it enough know. now? IGN UK feedback, IGN.com. And then final piece of news, Tom. 
yes. So this broke sort of la- very uh, end of last week after the podcast came out, and it was just that uh, more Skyfall news. So that uh, Ben Whishaw, who we knew was going to be in the film, he's been confirmed as Q, mm. marking a return for the character uh, after a ten-year absence. So last time we saw him, it was played by John Cleese. Um, it's not really the same character. It's just the head of the Q branch. It's been yeah. qu- quite a mess. Quatermaster? Quatermaster. Quatermaster. <laughs> yeah. So this um, is the first time Q's been younger than Bond. Yeah. Uh, and he, I think it's a great choice. It's I almost, think he's really, really good. It's really almost in keeping actor. with what we said when we went to the press conference that we didn't know his character name and we don't know Albert Finney's just because we might recognise them. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know whether it's the same is going to happen with Ray Fiennes. Yeah. That they're going to like release them at certain points. Yeah. I would say it's smart because they could have just uh, uh, shot their load all in one go and and given all the information then, but they yeah. haven't. And where would people know Ben Whishaw from? Um, so I Perfume. saw him most recently in The Hour. Mm-hmm. Um, He's in Perfume. Yeah. Which is a pretty interesting movie. I first became aware of him in Nathan Barley. Well, this is what I think now. In Nathan Barley, he played a somewhat geeky character. And Q sounds like he'll be geeky in this. Do you think Do you James think Bond will electrocute his nuts? <laughs> <laughs> like he gets done in Nathan Marley. I like the, I like the bit where he jumps out the window. Uh, so imagine, imagine, imagine if that happens. Uh, this is what we were expecting from Sam Mendes. <laughs> this is really zany off the he's wall mass- screwball comedy. He's a massive Pingu fan. <laughs> but people, if you haven't seen Nathan Barley, go and watch it. Oh my God, it's one of the best sitcoms ever made. Mm. It is so good. So good. So we like that. So we do good like Good casting. That. Good, good stuff. So, trade of the week. Uh, we've got quite a big feature coming up next week called One Hundred. Well, I can't even say it. <laughs> One, Top One Hundred Gaming Moments. And wow! Exclusive reveal on the IGN UK podcast. Absolutely, and it's what we've been pouring our heart and souls into for the past kind of two months or so. And uh, IGN UK's very own Stuart Reed has put a teaser trailer together, which we are going to watch right now. Well, that was great, wasn't it? That was. Wow. So, well done, Stu. Big, big hand <laughs> clap for Stuart Reid for putting together such a, an awesome teaser trailer. And, uh, well, the that's got That's got proper music in it and everything. Yeah, it's got proper music. Proper Her- music. Her- that we music. Who wedding we- present, I believe. Who is that? Interstate 5, uh, by the wedding present, like yeah. Alex just said. <laughs> no, but who, who are wedding present? I have no idea. Stu's band from the 80s. Are they? Mm. Oh, should we be talking about this? Do we have... The rights to this music? Yeah, yeah we yes. do have the rights to it. We've, we've, we stumped up the cash. We paid for the rights. We bought. Yeah. Stu even got in contact with the guy who wrote the song. He yeah. what? He signed it off, the guy who wrote the song. Yeah. How did we get in touch with him? <laughs> Stu knows <laughs> it, <laughs> Wireless. Maybe have this conversation. After. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really intrigued. Uh, no, he actually contacted the record label and said, did, can yeah. we use yeah. it? And they yeah. said yes. Or or just contact the, uh, the guy he said it. yes Stu just downloaded it from Pirate Bay <laughs> yes <laughs> um, so anyway uh, you can check out that teaser uh, on the site right now and the feature goes live on Monday mm. so which is leads it? us on to talking point which is kind of what does make a really good gaming moment Daniel Krupa well just to set the scene we're, we're sitting we record the podcast in our gaming room and to get all the gaming moments we've um, basically been bringing in every bit of gaming equipment that we've acquired Ever. over the last 20 years so I've, I'm sat next to a box of Nintendo controllers I've <laughs> got Wiimotes and I've got N64 controllers that have very sticky pads and keys sticky buttons but um, great gaming moments when I've been going through the list is I, a lot of my favourite moments are nostalgic ones 
So ones that bring back certain points in my life. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, totally. So the Ocarina one instantly evokes memories of being a kid and playing Zelda on Christmas Day. Yeah. So as much as that is a great gaming moment independently, it's very much tied up with my first experiences of playing Zelda. Yeah. Well, a lot of them just kind of bring, as you say, kind of memories, but also emotions as well. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like... Because there's quite a stark contrast from games that look amazing and the moment is just how spectacular they look. But then there's just moments where it's just pivotal and that was a moment that has pretty much, you know, uh, influenced every other game since. Mm. Like like Dungeon Master was mine and, you know, at the time that was just kind of a pretty good um, role-playing game. But apparently it was the first game to have XP. Like The more your characters use stuff, your XP increases and you get better at using those things and that kind of stuff, which obviously we all take for granted these days. Yeah, I think um, it's a really good list because there's some, like you're saying, some really dramatic ones, some really sort of technologically, yeah, they're landmarks. There's ones, ones that have become memes, yeah, that have had a, like this independent life, like Pac-Man moments, yeah, and there's there's ones that are just really exciting, yeah. Like I remember playing Resident Evil Four for the first time, and when you're in the village and the guy just appears out of nowhere with a chainsaw running towards you, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you shit yourself, and he's properly hard, <laughs> he's as well. really hard, yeah. So, what was the process for 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 whittling down every game that's ever been created to getting 100 moments that you think we just we sent out uh, sort of an email and we kind of crowdsourced all the IGN yeah. editors. Everyone just like threw down on paper. It was basically yeah, we we threw it open to everyone who works at IGN to say right, you know, if you had to pick your top gaming moments, what are they? Got a, I think we ended up with probably you know 140 maybe, and then it was just a process of going back and forth and. T- getting it down to 100, but then the, the tougher process was actually ordering them. Yeah. Um, but I think we've got a list that's pretty goddamn good now. Of course, you're never going to please everybody. There will some people say, only sucks because it's not number one. And they can do that, and that's fine, but they're wow. wrong. Yeah. So, Were there any moments, I guess we're not going to go into detail of what's on the list, but were there any moments that you thought would go in, and then when you look back at it, it wasn't as good as you remembered? I'll be honest with you, a lot of them were way better than I remembered mm. because obviously it wasn't just a case of like writing about them from memory. We had to go through and, and video capture a lot of this stuff. And there were some moments that I remember being pretty good. Um, but then actually when you watch them again, it's like, fuck me, that's really, really good. Like the opening for God of War 3 mm. uh, again. Oh, wow. That might be on there, might not. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, when you watch that teaser trailer, you're just like, oh, quite like to go back and play a lot of those yeah. games yeah. and experience them again it's been that long since yeah, yeah, yeah. played them yeah it's been really fun in the office seeing a lot of these games being played as well because they're games that uh there's a, a huge gap in my sort of memory of a lot of those games and the, like the star wars game that the very old arcade game yeah, like not, i've never played never even played really? that, never played that right and just playing it like on a on an emulator was and, amazing and finding really. out that Stuart reed's really good yeah at games that were released in the 70s yeah in 60s in <laughs> 60s <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway that will go that feature will go live on the site on monday uh obviously we'll be counting down from 100 and one number one will be revealed on friday so but 20 th- a day yeah but i think it's going to be great for opening up some debates on the site as well Absolutely, with people yeah. people um messaging us their their personal favorites yeah. that because sometimes a personal one is very different to what yeah. a more general one that we'd put in the 100 yeah Definitely. well that's it it'd be good like this time next week it'd be good to kind of talk on the podcast 
by which point we would have unveiled most of them, but get people sending in what they think are their kind of top gaming moments. We can discuss yeah, that. Yeah, and next why special to you, yeah. yeah. Mm. Are you going to explain sort of the criteria for... Because, I mean, you didn't have multiple moments from one game, did you? The, r- the rule was one moment per game, two per franchise, but... So uh, fran- well, that we, we didn't really impose yeah. that because there's too many from certain franchises yeah. without being too specific. Yeah, yeah. There is, yeah. You can not include more than one from. It, Zelda. it was the same game. criteria yeah. pretty much that we used on the movie. Okay. Where we but didn't yeah. want all moments from Godfather and Star yeah, Wars. Exactly. Yeah. You could do. Yeah. But but yeah, picking picking that one moment that defines you, that game. You could have ten Zelda moments. Yeah. Quite easily, I think. But so, yeah. Uh, yeah, let us know. IGN UK feedback. IGN or Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash IGN UK. And Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash IGN UK. That's it. Come and be our friend. Like us. God damn it, Leroy. It's time for Listener FU. <laughs> <laughs> and just to say, Alex has now departed. He's dead. He's died. <laughs> <laughs> he shuffled off this mortal coil. And so we should kick off with someone saying a few words about the great loss. He's all, he's all right, wasn't he? <laughs> Whatevs. Right, who's got the first bit? Uh, I have got um, a selection of uh, bits for the first section. So last week we went jingle crazy. We even called the podcast Jingle Overload and um, we got a huge response on the, um, on the feedback. So I just wanted to say thanks. There. I have, it seemed like you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. <laughs> uh, Mitchell McEwen wrote in and said, it's a long-time listener. He's listened to the first episode and it's also the first time he's written in. And he's written in because he enjoyed last week's show so much it made him laugh out more than any other before. Um, he thinks it's much more interesting than having set jingles for segments. So in your face, Alex, in your um, face. I th- yeah, but I wasn't on last week, so I don't see how it could have been the funniest one. Funniest wow. podcast ever. That's, re- that's a really weird thing to say. I know. So let's... Um, he's from Brisbane, Australia, so I'm going to add the pin to the map. But he also said, what's your favourite controller of all time and why? Um, GameCube controller, Wavebird. Yeah, first um, wireless controller. I might be wrong on that, but that's the first one I remember having that didn't have a wire. It's amazing. I remember going outside and playing in my garden, looking through my front window. (laughs) 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 I don't know why. Of course you did. Works, but of course you did. Go upstairs, mum. Is it still working? Yeah, can't see it. (laughs) Am I I doing well? I'm up the street. (laughs) No, it doesn't work anymore. But stay there. Uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, the current Xbox controller. It's pretty I, good. I think isn't it's it? pretty much pit, it's a pinnacle of controllers. I Perfect think. triggers. Yeah. Um, so that's Mitchell. Uh, an email here from uh, Nathan Woods, who said the last episode was superb and it's the most hilarious you've ever done. But please go o- uh, easy on the spoilers next time. So apologies if yeah, we, we spoiled yes. Arkham City for you when Joker. Oh. I'm going to spoil it for you. <laughs> and then finally, uh, Matthew Evans, a friend of the show, wrote in. He said, I heard you were looking for jingles. So the power by the power of water and glass, my voice, and a really cheap microphone, I have made you one. I don't expect you to enjoy it. So let's have a listen, shall we? Are you ready for this, Chris? I, I've heard it. I didn't enjoy it. I don't want to hear it again. Okay. Um, so let's <laughs> take that back. See what you... Right, here we go. Have you heard? Oh, my God. What? What's that thing at the beginning? I don't know. It sounds like a little kid from the Red Round. I'm going to have to try that again. Have you not heard it before, Tom? I have. Have you heard? Oh my god. What? (laughs) 
Are they se- is he doing several in one? Do I say charts. I don't know. I don't know. But thanks for taking the time to do yeah. that. <laughs> Thank you. Matthew. Thank you. Um, you're always welcome to send your own podcast jingles in if you like. Um, I've got an email from Red, and he says, after hearing you talk about community last week, did you talk about community last week? We mentioned it. How did that come up? I don't know. I thought it was shows that we're watching, or new. Sh- I think. I don't recall talking Sh- about the community. But... <laughs> Stu and Kezer had an argument about Dexter. Maybe we were talking about American okay. TV. Yeah. I haven't heard the podcast yet. So I don't... Anyway, he said, I just wanted to say that I've been watching it for a while and would recommend it to anyone. I'd also like to give you a couple of other recommendations of American sitcoms that might not be getting much notice in the country. Uh, firstly, Parks and Recreation, which is a show like The Office, and also It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I'd agree. I've watched both of them, and I think they're both really funny. Who's in Parks and Rec? Is Aziz and Zari in Yeah, Parks and, Rec? and uh, Rashida Jones and Amy Poehler is oh, the main yeah, girl yeah. in it. Okay. And that's funny in a kind of office style. Uh, and It's Always sun- Funny in, sunny in Philadelphia is really funny. It's, it's, it's peopled by really horrible individuals in it. They're, all the characters are horrible, and that's... I love comedy like that. Cool. And um, a couple that I would recommend are a Party Down and Workaholics. They haven't come here, but I thought they were both really funny. And also, if you're not watching Bored to Death, you should be. It's on Sky Atlantic. I've and heard a lot about that, yeah. It's good. It's not that laugh out loud funny, but it's just... It's really good. Yeah. It's Zach Galif- cast, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Ted Danson, Zach Galifianakis, and Jason Schwartzman. Mm. Sounds good. So, Check yeah. It out. Um, Next bit of feedback is from Steve Michaels. Um, Last week we were talking, Alex was talking about um, the cover for Barbarian on his Commodore 64. (laughs) And Alex described the really hard looking man on the front cover as um, Arnie. Um, In fact, it was Wolf from Gladiators. (laughs) (laughs) Really? It was actually Wolf from Gladiators. And Steve just wanted to show this little bit of trivia about Wolf from Gladiators. Um, Once he was asked on the show what his favourite film was, can you guess what it was? Bambi. Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> Big Trek fan. So. Big Trekkie. Thanks, so, Steve. So, Wolf's from my hometown. Really? And, yeah, I used to get the bus uh, from outside Wolf's gym quite often in Hayes. And, uh, yeah, he'd always be standing outside his gym. Yeah. Just kind of Was it him Wolf. that got into trouble recently, ah. though? Ooh. He got into trouble a while ago. A before. lot of the gladiators yeah. have gone off the rails. Yeah, he got, he got, yeah it was... Uh, it's all that. All those steroids. It's steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your favourite? Tiny raisin balls. Oh, Jet. Uh, Jet. Do you want to know something about Jet? Go on. Um, Jet was my girlfriend's PE teacher. Get out. Yes. Diane Newdale. How how good's that? She's now got a PhD. She's a psychologist. Wow. Psychiatrist. Amazing. Amazing fact. Um, I have an email from Chalty. Uh, he says, uh, it was, I was a bit surprised you completely skipped over the fact that it was GameCube's 10th year anniversary pretty much the same week as the Xbox. Uh, he didn't opt for Xbox at the time. He went for the Black Lunchbox and never looked back. Uh, he said he loved Mario, Zelda, Smash Brothers, Resident Evil 4, Eternal Darkness, and Metroid Prime. Um, and he likes how Nintendo didn't have to remind us with donuts. <laughs> I love the GameCube. It's one of my favourite consoles. Yeah. Handy little... It had a handy handle. It had a handle. You can ca- carry it to your friend's house. Brilliant. <laughs> no, it just didn't have as many games as the PlayStation. It didn't have that huge library of games, but yeah. all those games are amazing still. And I guess the thing w- w- was that, w- that the Xbox is still going, so it was a, and it's an anniversary of the beginning yeah. of Xbox rather yeah. than a, the, 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 the console yeah, that came out. Yeah. Um, but uh, Eternal Darkness is a game I've been reading about because uh, it, might, it may or may not be in the... Maybe. Gaming moments, but um, well, that sounds is. like an amazing game. It is a great game. It sounds so good. And, you know, you can play it on your Wii, sir. 
Really? Yeah, take it home over Christmas. Oh, I might do that. I might do that. Um, so, sorry. I'm sorry. just doing a bit of research. So, Barbarian on the Commodore 64 came out in 87, and Gladiator started in 92. Yeah. It was still the same guy, though. Same guy. That's what he was doing before. Yeah, he was a Gladiators. bodybuilder. Right. And he just appeared on the cover. Oh. Hey, have to look, at the co- look at the cover. Yeah, I am. That's what I'm doing. Good. good, good. I'm quite excited. <laughs> Go on, carry on. <laughs> and the next bit of feedback is from Nathan Podiapen. Excellent. That's how you pronounce it. And he's from Mauritius. Wow. That's does, quite an exotic. Does anyone know where that is? Mauritius? Yeah. Is it in the Indian Ocean? Um, uh, well, you carry on while I look for the... Um, right, he's from Mauritius. He says, my first console was a Famicom, but the game mm. which influenced me the most is a PC game, Outcast. Anyone know about it? And then there's one. Do they all know about it? No. I don't know. Do, do, do you? I've never heard of Outcast. And then he's just tagged on a little question at the end. Oh, and if you ever learned that you were immortal, even when your head is chopped off, what would be your next move? <laughs> so if you were immortal and your head got chopped off, what would you do? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is he asking that, or is he? Is that? Isn't that just a clause in? For example, if I knew I was immortal and I couldn't die, I would probably. Um, throw myself off a building just to test it. But then you might have spent the rest of your life with broken legs and broken arms and a broken neck. But I, th- I, I, think, the more, I think the more pressing well, question is... Demore doesn't mean you can't break your legs and arms and neck. Good shout. I think the more pressing <laughs> question... Straight, did I? I, think the, I, I do think the more pressing <laughs> question is if you... If, <laughs> you can have brain damage. <laughs> just live forever. Forever. Oh, oh God. No, what but... <laughs> don't do it, Tom. Don't do it. <laughs> What if you were immortal and you got your head chopped off? What um, would you do? I guess you'd have to have some sort of um, Sony 3D this viewer. Is, this is an interesting <laughs> question. There's a game coming out next year called Never Dead from Konami, and I saw it at Gamescom. And you are immortal, and if you sustain take damage, your body starts to fall apart, and you can get basically down to just your head. <laughs> And in order to like sort of um, restore your energy, you have to roll around as a head until you find your arm, and then the arm <laughs> sticks to the head, and then wow. you've got to find your torso, and you slowly really build your character back up again. That's really good. That sounds good. Yeah, it does look really exciting. It's a really good trailer. I'll show it you later. So I've done a bit of research. Go on. And uh, that was indeed Wolf on the cover. But another another one for fact fans, certainly of my age, is that he's standing over a woman with huge boobies, and that's Maria Whittaker. Ooh. A very famous page three model from the 80s. Share it then. Let's have a look. <laughs> nice. Nice. Wow. Um, I think we found our podcast image for the week. Yeah. <laughs> if Rayman had that cover. <laughs> and Wolf's number one. Wolf was really born in Bombay, India. Ah. So that's good to know. <laughs> And it says he now resides in Wolf's gym. I doubt he resides in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia. Brilliant. Right. Resides. Um, I've got a message here from Marlo. He says, hi, my name is Marlo and I'm from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Oh, where's that? Is it Canada? Canada. East Coast. Okay. And he says, uh, he has two questions. Uh, what do you guys think of the PS Vita? And when do you think the PS4 and Xbox 720 will come out? Uh, we like the Vita. Well, yeah, we talked about that on last week's podcast. Quite at length. Quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Xbox 720. Well, there's there's rumours that it'll be unveiled at E3 next year. I don't know anything about that. I don't have any inside information. I, think, I don't think we're going to see it until... I don't even think we'll get an announcement next year. I don't think there's any need. There's no need. 
If you um, look at because Halo Four is coming out next Christmas, right? Yeah. Why would you upstage take side, yourself? Uh, upstage your biggest property by announcing a new console for what is going to be a defunct console? Yeah, we look, new game. What, the, Nintendo kind of did that this year when they showed HD Zelda. Yeah. And this Christmas, buy Skyward Sword. Yeah. And as good as Skyward Sword is, you want that other Zelda. You want the HD Zelda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible. So I think a couple of years because they're still developers are still getting more and more out of these consoles. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a new SKU though next year. Yeah, I yeah. think they get another price drop as well. Yeah, um, but yeah, not for a while. I don't think PlayStation Four probably not far up, but I reckon still year a couple of next. years at least. Yeah, I think. There you go. Was there another question? Yeah. No, I mean on that that guy's email. Yeah, Daniel. also, when do you think the PS4 oh, and Xbox yeah. 720 will come out? Ah, I see, I see. There you go. All done? Yeah. <laughs> I have another email. Um, and this person says, I'm just writing into you guys to thank you for doing these podcasts. My house recently got burgled, and I lost pretty much all of my computer stuff apart from my iPod. And you guys helped me get through it. Ah, oh, what a nice email. That is nice. Yeah, that is nice. Have you ever been burgled? No. I got burgled once and it was a horrible experience. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I feel for you, man. Glad yeah, you sorry help. about that. But And thanks for um, sending us your address and we'll put that in the podcast story. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. No, we won't. That was not very funny. Um, anyone? Anything else? This that is really, this that was really bad. Okay, this is what happens when Alex goes away. It all falls apart. <laughs> uh, okay, final bit of feedback is from Ollie Maynard. He says, have you noticed the striking resemblance between Dan Kilby and Pat Sharp? He's currently <laughs> in I'm a Celebrity. <laughs> Can you, you go see it? Sent round. It is brilliant. It is yeah. brilliant. Um, I don't think um, they've ever been in the same room at the same time. So Dan it could does be have him. a fun house. Though. Yeah, and he mm. was in Australia. So. And they both slightly great on me. <laughs> <laughs> slightly. So let's get to next week's chart predictions. Uh, let's kick off with games. Uh, Daniel, what's coming out next week? Next week. Is nothing. <laughs> apparently, Mario Kart's out though. Nothing. I didn't realize. Really. Yeah, you've written nothing. I've written nothing. Mario Kart's out today on yeah. the 3DS, which is which is great. So, um, am I doing the predictions this week? I did games last. You should do games. Oh, what really? Yeah. Okay. So, what was the charts this week? Oh, it's here, isn't it? It's Call of Duty. It's like Call of Duty number one. Bang. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Revelations. Number two, mm-hmm. bang. Uh, and I'm going to say that I think FIFA 12 might move up and go for number three. Oh, just because I think it's Christmas. Coming towards Christmas. Yeah, it's going to be a busy week for Christmas yep. presents. So, yeah, that's my predictions. Call of okay. Duty, Assassin's Creed. Where's FIFA Mario 12. Kart going to come? Mario Kart will chart at number eight. Good shout. Yeah. Uh, films? I will do movies. So, the movies coming out uh, in the next week are Hugo, The Thing, and Happy Feet 2. Um, I've only seen one of them. You've seen one of them, Daniel. Yeah, we we went to see Hugo together. We saw Hugo we? together. Liked it. L- appreciated it. I think didn't we? Didn't really enjoy it though, did we? It was three a- D was amazing. The story was a bit slow. Yeah, it was just it was kind of weird because it what's it about? I don't know. It starts off being this kind of whimsical fairy tale story about this little boy, and then midway through, it kind of turns into a documentary about the origins of cinema. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. It really does. It's pretty, pretty much. This love letters to cinema and Georges Méliès and the Lumiere brothers and the train arriving at the station and it's it changes. Because I, I didn't know that was going to happen. Did you? No. So No, I'd avoided spoilers. It's, it's a very strange thing. So is it a good family film? No. I don't think it's a family film, really. <sighs> 
it's a weird one. I'd be in, I'd be interested to get some kid opinions on it because to me it looks like it would be quite boring and quite serious and quite grown up for a child. But I don't want to be patronising and maybe kids will really appreciate it and find the imagery magical. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But for me, I was just thinking, if I was eight years old watching this, I'd be frigging bored right now. What, what, yeah. was, it, what was the point of Ray Winston and Jude Law? <laughs> They're in it for a, a, a combined running time of, what, 30 seconds? Agreed, and they don't really make much difference. To... I've heard the best thing about it is that Jude Law gets burnt alive. <laughs> oh, that's harsh on Jude. <laughs> I quite like him. No. No, he's alright. Um but it's got some of the best three D I've ever seen. Cool. Yeah. Uh the thing the thing we thought was okay, they've not screened for critics here yet. I don't they think, have, but they it's have, been but lunch the, it's been too lunch time. first one they cancelled, then the second one was at lunchtime on yeah. a Monday and it's like We didn't bother going. We didn't bother going. Um and Happy Feet too. Well I'm one of the few people that liked Happy Feet, so I'm quite wanna see that. But um so yeah, my prediction for next week, I'm gonna say the Happy Feet two is gonna go in at number one. I'm going to say Twilight will be number two and Hugo number three. Okay. That's how I'm calling it. Although I may have totally messed that up with Arthur Christmas still being around. But yeah, there we go. So uh, have we got any plugs, Mr. Tommy? Corporate plugs, Tom? Uh, We do, we do. Um, uh, Next week, um, obviously, we'll be premiering 100 Greatest Game of Moments. It's 20 moments a day, so 100 to 80 on Monday. And so on until Friday, and that's the big reveal of what is number one. And please read it because we work really hard on it. <laughs> oh my god, I've never seen people getting so stressed out, but also enjoying it, doing it so. so I've been much. calm. It's, 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 it's crazy. Uh, Keza, though. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we love you, Keza. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah so what can they expect there's going to be a write up for each one there's going to be a video for each one yeah we've written quite a lot of them and it's basically so each moment will um, you'll have video capture you'll be able to rewatch the moment and beneath it is a kind of a description of why it's important or why it's meaningful you know why it's great rather than just the description so yeah each, each moment has that and for number one for number one, we even actually have the person who was involved in making the moment talking about said moment. Ooh, I didn't know that. Which wow. Is quite, which is quite cool. That's really cool. Uh, so that starts on Monday. Um, uh, if you want to win a laptop, we're currently giving away a laptop on uh, IGN. Uh, it's for the launch of Transformers 3 on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, so all you need to do is search for win a Lenovo laptop with IGN Transformers 3 and you'll be able to find the competition. Basically, what you have to do is like us on Facebook and tell us which Transformer you'd like to be your best friend. Oh. Oh. Which Transformer would you like to be your best friend? Optimus Prime. Ob- obviously. Obviously. What about you, Chris? Megan Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie Hunter doing whitely for me. Um, so yeah, do that. You've got until next Saturday, I think, the next Friday to enter. So um, yeah, it's a really, it's a top spec uh, laptop. So uh, that's pretty cool. Mm. But then more importantly, it's the big one. It's the big one. What's happening? Meet and greet. Read a meet and greet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the special time of year where Christmas is happening. And we want to tidy the office a bit, so we've got loads of shit to give away. <laughs> no, we want you to come and hang out with us. Uh, we're going to be going to the Bloomsbury Tavern pub in uh, central London, right near our office. We're going to be there from about 7 o'clock onwards. Uh, come down. You don't have to RSVP. Just turn up. Even if you don't know anyone that's into IGN or into gaming, just come down, because everyone you'll meet will be lovely. Um, we're going to play. If you've got 3DS, bring it along. We're going to have some copies of Mario Kart to play with. Yeah, we'll have our 3DSs there, so you can street pass with us. 
and are we think we're going to might record the Christmas special podcast. We might do. Uh, I don't know if we might do that earlier on in the day and then carry on. Get we'll have room in there. No, we'll see. We'll see. Mm. But anyway, come down. We've got Nintendo have given us four copies of Mario Kart th- uh, th- for 3DS to give away, and a Super Mario Land 3DS 3D Land bundle. Fuck, I can't talk today. A bundle to give away. Cool. Uh, so even if um, you don't we, have a 3DS, we do have lots. Down. Like not to spoil it, but we've got some really good. Th- limited editions to give away from various games it's the biggest games of the year yes yes we do um, and you'll get to hang out with us which, which is the best which is the best bit yeah oh and we get to hang out with you um, so that's it is that it for this the times show? yeah I think that's it should we end with a jingle always Yay. end with a jingle um, I don't know which one to go for who are you Tom uh, <laughs> right oh god I should have thought this one too. jingle bells we should use jingles on the Christmas podcast and then jingle all the way Jingle all the way. Working. That was a shit Christmas film. <laughs> Did you get a Turbo Man that year? I'm gonna I'm gonna post my ten favorite Christmas movies this afternoon. What's number one? It's One for Life. Classic. Elf's not far behind though. Adulkin! Adulkin! <laughs> that was it. Shut up. <laughs> That's not a jingle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Giving people what they want to. Leroy! God damn it, Leroy! Uh, I think Leroy needs something from it. Oh my god, he just ran in. God damn. I don't think you can cast with that shit. <laughs> okay, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm going to knock one out while we watch it. You do it. A bit long, because it's only 30 seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> Time for two. <laughs>